And it's kind of, I don't want to say blown my mind, but again, it's, it's a little bit of a paradigm shift. I'm looking at this from a little bit of a different, different angle and it makes a whole lot of sense. Episode 1185 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip is overtraining fact or fiction. All right, y'all, real quick before we dive into today's quick tip episode, just a reminder that Patreon's still a thing. still a thing. If you uh, enjoy what we've got going on here and uh, are willing and able to contribute, you know, a few shekels a month to kind of keep things going and growing, uh, Patreon is one of many avenues to do so, but it's maybe the easiest to kick in a few bucks here and there or a few bucks every month, as the case might be. Uh, basically, that's exactly what it does. Patreon.com slash Dizruns takes you to my page. You decide, you know, is it worth a dollar, five, ten? Uh, again, whatever whatever makes sense for you. We're not, not asking you to break your budget here. But, uh, you know, everybody kicks in a couple bucks. You know, we got we got something. We got something. And uh, nobody, nobody knew jumping on the old Patreon train these days. Uh, but just a reminder that it's still out there. The book club, the point system, and maybe most importantly... The, the good feels, the good feels that you get every month when you're like, yep, there goes, there goes a couple of bucks to Diz, buying him a coffee, uh, supporting the podcast and YouTube and all the, all of the things that he's got going on over there. Hopefully more YouTube coming up. We'll, we'll see how that all shakes out, but, uh, patreon.com slash Diz runs. If you're willing to kick in a, a buck or two or five or whatever, uh, P A T R E O N.com slash Diz runs links in the show notes, links in the album or, you know, the episode information as per usual. Uh, thanks to all that have uh, kicked in in the past. Thanks to those that are still currently kicking in, you know, a little bit every month. Appreciate you. And uh, if you want to get on board, there's there's room. There's room on the Patreon train. That is for sure. So today, talking about something that um, I've long considered to be kind of done and dusted and maybe investigating if it's not, if it's not as cut and dry, as black and white as uh, I might have thought it had been until just recently. And that is talking about overtraining. And, um, you know, hopefully not something that too many folks have dealt with. Hopefully not something that you've ever really experienced the, uh, the, the issues with overtraining. If, if it is in fact a thing, which maybe it is, maybe it's not, I don't know. We'll, we'll get there as we go. Uh, but there, there is a, a bit of an adage, a bit of, uh, uh, you know, I don't know, rule of thumb, common wisdom, if you will, in uh, a lot of running circles. I've, I've seen it in various places. And it's the idea that it's better to show up at ra- at your race, especially a big goal race, something where you're really trying to perform well, um, mildly undertrained than mildly overtrained. And obviously, you know, the, the, the real goal is to get, you know, hit the nail on the head, right. To be in peak fitness, peak, peak readiness based on where you are right now. And you know, in your running career journey, history, whatever you want to call it to get the best out of yourself on race day probably don't need me to tell you whether from a coaching perspective or just like I've tried to do that before and it's, it's easier said than done, right? Lots of factors that go into race readiness and just, you know, life getting in the way of training. And, you know, it's hard to be in absolute tip top peak shape because by definition, you know, peak is, is kind of, is kind of as good as it gets almost elusive. Although there's a, there's a point and, and maybe the most frustrating thing is that you don't know, right? Like you don't know, are we at peak fitness? Are we, are we just a little bit ahead, a little bit behind? I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. It, it's, it's impossible to know until well after the fact. And that's why kind of that common parlance is it's better to be a little bit undertrained 
because if you're if you're a little bit undertrained, you're still kind of trajectorying up, right? You think about the peak fitness as like a, a hill, a valley, a sine graph, if you will, um, or at least part part of a sine wave. Um, it's not the whole thing because I know how that works, but you know some of you having you know pre-calculus uh, flashbacks maybe don't enjoy that so much. So you know we'll try to avoid it. But if if peak fitness is that peak part of the hill under training, you're still climbing, you're still trending towards that top point of of fitness, right towards that peak which obviously you want to be close to that. But if you're a little bit short, not too big of a deal because you're still trending up and maybe just maybe you'll actually peak on race day by showing up mildly under, you know, just, just a hair under trained versus overtrained. He starts to go downhill and you know, not, not ideal. Now, if, if you're not familiar with kind of how this, this all works, let me uh, maybe break it down a little bit more for you. Um, when we're talking about overtraining or we're talking about in, and I kind of just, tried to illustrate it there. It's the point where more training and in our case, you know, more running or more volume, more intensity, maybe both, um, actually erodes fitness, erodes growth, erodes progress instead of encouraging it. And, and, you know, again, without trying to get too uh, physiological, not philosophical, but physiological with you, that's, that's the goal of training is to encourage growth, right? Like we, we train, we run, we do speed workouts, we do strength training. Maybe if we're, if we're on top of things, and it's not the activity that makes us stronger or builds our fitness, builds our endurance, helps us get faster. It's the breaking down of the tissue in the activity that we're doing. And then that repair process, when our body goes, goes in while we're sleeping or while we're resting and repairs the damage that we did, that makes us stronger. It's our body's way of adapting to demands and hopefully preventing um, wear and tear in the future by building back stronger. Well, what overtraining is, is when you get to a point where the repair process isn't keeping up with the breakdown process. So maybe you've got excessive volume, maybe you've got excessive intensity, maybe a little bit of both, which in isolation in a single workout or a couple of workouts probably isn't that isn't that big of a deal, quite frankly. You know, not ideal, but not a major issue. It's not like every every time you you maybe push just a little too hard in some repeats or push a little too hard in the gym or hammer your, your, your tempo runs or like, that's okay. But if you're consistently doing too much, the breakdown of tissue isn't getting rebuilt fast enough. And so it's, it starts to erode and that's when you start to see your performance wane. And, and again, you know, if you're showing up at a race and your body is breaking down ahead of that race, uh, and unable to keep up with the demands of the training, clearly not ideal, which is part of what the taper is all about, right? To, to allow you to rest and recover and, and really rejuvenate, get stronger so that you're, you're good to go more on the taper probably next week. But that's, that's kind of, you know, a, a little bit of a buffer to make sure that you get to race day, not in an overtraining state, but all that said, I don't think it's hard to imagine a world where overtraining is a very real thing, right? We're talking about, is overtraining a fact or a fiction? Is overtraining a myth? Well, I mean, I don't think it takes uh, an expert physiologist. Uh, I don't even think you need to stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night to be like, yeah, I can see a, a, a world where that can be a thing, right? Where, where you can just do, keep doing more than what you're, you're capable to, more than what you, your body has adapted to to this point, push too far. I mean, a lot of times that's where injuries happen, right? Or at least certainly... Excess fatigue, heavy legs, maybe burnout, some of those, that, that mental overtraining, like absolutely a thing. And up until 
I don't know, a week ago, a couple weeks ago, I wouldn't have argued that at all. I wouldn't have even thought about making this, this quick tip because I was like, yeah, of course, overtraining, absolutely a thing. Absolutely something that we want to avoid as a coach, something that I try to, to really communicate with my athletes, especially in the buildup to a race, or at least I'm aware of. And if we need to have the conversation, we have the conversation of like, Hey, maybe we need to back off just a little bit, you know, whether it's cut back, whatever. I feel like we're getting into, into danger territory here. We need to back off. But recently, uh, again, just in the last week or two, I've heard a couple of examples on social media, uh, on other podcasts, things like that, that have basically, I don't want to say turn my world upside down because that really hasn't, but it's maybe look at the situation or the, you know, the thought of overtraining a little bit differently. And, and what I've heard is something, something of the, along the lines of a, of a statement. And I, I can't quote exactly because it's kind of all blurred together, but it's basically the idea that overtraining isn't a thing under recovering is a thing. Um, so basically you can't overtrain if you're adequately recovering, but if you're not recovering enough, that's when overtraining becomes a thing. And it's kind of, I don't want to say blown my mind, but again, it's, it's a little bit of a paradigm shift. I'm looking at this from a little bit of a different, different angle. And it makes a whole lot of sense. It makes a whole lot of sense. Times that I've, I've had conversations with athletes, times that I've, um, maybe been there a little bit myself in terms of over, you know, overtraining burnout, things like that. Yes, there's there's increased volume usually going on. Sometimes it's in a, a build up towards you know a goal race with marathon, half marathon, whatever we're doing. We're doing mileage. We're doing intensity. We're trying to get ready for this this big race day situation. Sometimes it you know we get to the race okay, but then afterwards it really catches up with us. Um, sometimes it's just you know when you're in a period of just kind of where I have haven't really been there too bad recently, but I've kind of dabbled a little bit where it's just like kind of just consistent high volume with never having any breaks. Um, you can start to get to it there, but it's, it's, I don't think it's, it's as much the volume and even the intensity. Sometimes it's the problem. It's that at least speaking for myself, I get complacent with recovery. And, and again, I have tried not to be, um, too shy about being honest with y'all in terms of how many times in the last year, two, three, have you heard me talk about, yeah, foam rolling is great. Foam rolling is something that we should all be doing more of. Foam rolling is something that I don't do very much of. Yeah. Foam rolling. That helps with recovery. Sleep is great. Get more sleep. Put your phone down. Get your butt in bed on time. You know, I do, I do a decent job of that, but there's room for improvement. You know, lots of, lots of areas when it comes to recovery, when it comes to, uh, things that I could be doing better, um, and, and, and if, and when I'm in a situation where my volume of training is up and I'm still slacking on my recovery, that balance starts to get thrown off. And when the balance starts to get thrown off, you know, it's, it's like a, here we go. Flashback to, to math days, trigger warning. You know, it's like an algebraic equation, right? If one goes up on one side, the other's got to go up on the other side to keep things relatively balanced. It doesn't need to be perfectly balanced, but we can't have the equation getting too too slanted. We can't have an, an inverse situation here where, where instead of being relatively balanced, it tilts really heavy towards the, the, the training side of things because then our bodies can't keep up with the repair work, AKA overtraining starts to set in AKA under training or under recovering, excuse me, under recovering is the root of the problem. So what is, what, what, what do we want to, you know, what are we trying to get through here? What are we trying to take away and look at, look at me, maybe starting to wrap things up before we get to like 20 odd minutes. Um, 
I'm not saying that you can't believe that overtraining exists. But it's a yin and a yang, right? It's a both and. Overtraining is an issue when under-recovery is present. And when adequate recovery is present, I can't, I'm not going to say 100% of the time, but I'm going to say there's a pretty darn good chance that overtraining is not going to be a factor, not going to be an issue. So something to think about, especially, you know, this coming out, beginning part of September, lots of goal races, whether we're talking, you know, Chicago still a month away, New York a couple months away, Marine Corps, CIM, lots of, lots of big races coming up this fall, lots of smaller races that are still goal races coming up this fall as well. You know, if you're in that peak fitness, peak build to your fitness, make sure that you don't go overboard with an imbalanced equation towards being overtrained or under-recovering because that could be do more harm than good. So that's where I think I want to wrap things up today. Over Overtraining, maybe it's a myth, maybe it's not, but under-recovery is a key piece of that puzzle and making sure that you're recovering well is huge. And that's something that we're going to talk a little bit more about probably next week. Uh, maybe in the next couple weeks, uh, we're going to look into kind of the, the, you know, breaking this down a little bit more into training load recovery and how to keep things balanced and, and, and what that all looks like, because you do need to push yourself, right? You do need to push yourself. If you're going to work on building fitness, building speed, whatever, you know, working towards whatever goals you might have. Um, but the harder you're pushing, the more recovery needs to be a continued, uh, not only piece of the puzzle, but a folk, you know, equal focus, uh, to keep sure, to make sure that you obviously staying healthy and to try to avoid overtraining as race day approaches. So is overtraining a myth? You know, maybe, maybe not, maybe it's semantics and how we want to look at it, but under recovery is a problem for a lot of us, myself included in, uh, something that hopefully going forward, whether we're talking about this race season or beyond something that we can all, all keep working on, or at least those of us that need it myself head of that line, uh, to avoid overtraining under recovery issues in the future. So there you go. How do you do when it comes to recovery? What works for you? What's your weakest link? Um, do you call it overtraining? Do you call it under recovery? Does it matter? Any, any thoughts, any feedback from today? Let me know at Diz runs on Twitter or X or whatever it's, it's called these days at Diz runs on Instagram and, and, or threads. If we're still on both of those platforms, I don't even know. Uh, Dizruns at gmail.com. I don't think Gmail is going away, so I'll certainly be available to be found there. And of course, if you want to head back to the show notes today, where I think I think the meme and Jeff game, you know, I don't know that it's my best best ever, but it's a solid it's a solid effort today. We we got you know we're a solid nine out of ten today in the meme Jeff game. So check it out. Uh, Dizruns.com slash eleven eighty five. Dizruns.com slash one one eight five. And stay tuned. We're going to talk more about training load and recovery next week for sure. I don't know if that would linger on for two weeks or if it'll just be a one week thing. You know, that's what happens when we, we don't plan. We don't plan that much here. Maybe it'll be one week. Maybe it'll be two, but we're going to talk more about it next week for sure. Um, so stay tuned. We'll continue the discussion on overtraining under recovery and making sure that equation stays balanced. Uh, if you want to make sure that, uh, you know, kind of keep helping out the, uh, the growth of the podcast and the bank balance that helps it to do so. How's that for a trend? A little clunky on that transition, Diz. We can do better. Maybe we'll do better on that next week. Uh, but Dizruns.com slash Patreon is the link. Kick a few bucks my way. Certainly appreciate it. Buy me the proverbial coffee, and uh, we'll keep cranking things out here at uh, Dizruns HQ. Uh, Patreon.com slash Dizruns, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Dizruns. 
And uh, I didn't mention this earlier, but I mentioned this in the past. You're always in control. So if you know if situations change or you're like this guy, I'm I'm done with this clown. You can cut me off. It, you know, I mean, it's not it's not ideal, but it's you know, you are in control of uh, the purse strings, whether it's a dollar, two, five, whether you're like, yeah, you know, let's go from a dollar, you know, from a two down to one, because that's all he's worth, or maybe down to zero, you know, hopefully not. But but if that happens, or if your situation changes and you're like, you know what, I'm just going to tighten things up a little bit. Hey, we get it. Uh, Patreon allows you to do that. Always in control. Patreon.com slash Dizruns. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up, y'all. Thanks for the time. Thanks for the attention. Uh, thanks for entertaining me as we work through this thought experiment. Of, is it is it overtraining? Is it under recovery? Maybe it's both and. Uh, but one way or the other, appreciate it. Appreciate it. And until uh, next time, y'all, be well. Take care. Thanks for listening. And uh, talk soon, all right? See you. <laughs>